0: Welcome, this is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 131 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of October 11th, 2022. Coming up on today's show, testing begins a journey of water. Opening date for Runaway Railway at Disneyland has been announced. Rumored new Epcot show for nighttime. And our main segment, we answer your listener questions.
1: Hey Jamie, guess what? What? I said something really funny today and Andrew did not appreciate it, but my mom, who was like the hardest person to make laugh, did. Are you ready? Okay. I looked around the house, which is an utter explosion because of Anthony's birthday party and then um, being away and coming home and, you know, suitcases and everything. So I looked at Andrew and I went, I don't know when, I don't know how, but we have to clean up the entire house. And he was not amused, but I was. come Uh, on that's
0: fine listeners i'm sorry for the last 30 seconds of your lives that you'll never get back this is the circus 71 podcast all right and on to housekeeping this week with special guest andrew joining us tonight or today or whenever it is you are listening to it
2: Uh, hi everybody yeah usually i'm the uh I'm the off-mic uh, producer, like, you know, on the radio, they always have that producer that, like, chimes in every once in a while. That's me. But now I get my, I get my first real segment. And, you know, maybe moving forward, maybe this is what we should do. We should just have the boys do it anyway.
0: I think we're, we're better for the most part anyways. <laughs> All right, well, let's see how we do. Annual Passholder Park Entrance returns to Magic Kingdom. Uh, Magic Kingdom saw the return, and as we're recording this today, um, October the 10th is when this happened, um, saw the return of a fan favorite, AP Perk, this morning um, as the pass holder exclusive uh, tap styles have come back with a dedicated entrance um, for annual pass holders at um, Magic Kingdom, the bright... Yellow orange cut type of color, um, placard above the reserve tap styles, um, kind of uh, noted that particular um entrance. It's near the center, um, I think it's slightly off to the um left hand side, um, of the planners, whatever's in that center
2: area. Um, I think, yeah, they it's had like it here before, flowers and stuff, yeah, I mean. Anything where they're they're throwing the Daniel pass holders a bone is always a good thing. I have said to Donna for years, I wish they would expand it and make it more than just one turnstile. And I wish they would put it in a more I mean I understand why they put it where it is, that it's in the center, and most Daniel pass holders are probably getting off the boat. You know, maybe they're coming from a resort, you know, on the monorail or something like that. But either way, they're coming from TTC probably. So I understand why it's in the center. But I've said to her before, I wish they would expand it and make it a little bit further. I mean, Animal King, Animal Kingdom, it's all the way to the right-hand side. Epcot, they always stick it like somewhere in the middle or it's like all the way on one of the two ends. They move it around all the time. Um, studios, I don't think they ever have. I mean, maybe sometimes on the far right-hand side. Oh, far right, yep. Yeah, far right-hand side, like, put it in the dead center, make it more. I even said to Donna, I wish they would put an AP lane for the the booths going into parking. That yeah. I wish, because that would make it so much quicker, because you get so many times of, like, you know, you see four cars in a row. They show a band, show a band, show a band. And then, oh, this person's taking out cash. And it just slows up everything, gums everything. So, like I said, anything that's doing to make annual pass holders, give us at least a little bit. You know, I'll I'll take it.
0: And, you know, it could even be for the the AP lane at the ticket booth or the uh, the toll booth, um, you know, install like they have them when you're leaving Jersey to go into Pennsylvania, that little gate arm thing. <laughs> and it can be completely automated. Like, I, I, I just I don't understand why they do that. And, um, you know, I've kind of found the story a little odd. It was such a big deal because. I didn't really realize that it went away at Magic Kingdom because the last time we were there at, you know, Studios and Epcot, there were designated and Animal Kingdom as well. I just never really thought, you know, where's the one at MK? So I thought that was um, interesting. Glad it's back, and and definitely helps to expedite getting you know APs into the uh, into the park.
2: Absolutely, or even to your point, to go along along with the toll boost. Like they do at the resorts. You tap your band if you're yeah. staying at the resort and the gate arm goes up. Do something like that with one of the toll booths. And then, if anything, it's going to save you money because then you don't have to have another cast member in the booth on that side. So anyway, yeah. all right. Our next story is they started testing some of the water features with the Moana fountain at Epcot, the journey of water. Um, you know, it's been just under a decade that they've been mm-hmm. working on the center area of Epcot um so who knows testing i mean maybe it's kind of like tron they've been testing tron for four years so you know this is supposed to open in late 2023 as we say with a lot of things under jpeg i'll believe it when i see it um but anything is is good i'm i'm i know it's only a walkthrough attraction i wish it was like a ride or something else hopefully it's interactive um but you know bringing back anything getting rid of those ugly construction walls is a step in the right direction
0: yeah i mean i agree with you 100 percent um it's it really surprised me when they said late 2023 for this this to be opening and and the you know finally that spine of epcot to be done um but i guess testing the 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 water feature is kind of the first step and making sure everything's working but I mean, then again, I don't know what you do if it doesn't work. Take the rocks apart. I, I mean, I it just, that's the funny thing. They're doing moss and uh, fake planting on this thing already. I, I just don't understand what could possibly take another 12 months at this point. Because um, when they say late 23, everybody knows that means December.
2: Right, absolutely. Well, maybe the Jamie they need extra time. They got to put in the disco ball, like the Yeti and edition Everest. <laughs> that if the, they built it up, and if the water feature doesn't work, they can just click on the uh, the disco ball, and you know we can have disco Moana, Dis- <laughs> or, disco Hey Hey.
0: It'll, it'll be like the projected uh, water in um, uh, Navi River Journey.
2: Yeah, exactly. Much, like much, that.
0: much worse. But speaking of water fountains that aren't working. Disney Springs, Lime Garage, Fountain Breaks. Um, And I just had to put this story in this week because I feel like it was the perfect follow-up to last week when the facade fell off at Hollywood Studios. Um, I mean, this fountain in Hollywood Studios, as I said, or I'm sorry, in Disney Springs in front of the Lime Garage, half of the, the bowl fell off. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it effectively without like somebody seeing it, but it's not a small fountain.
2: Right. Not I just, sure.
0: This is insanity. I don't know what's going on or how this happened, but uh, I mean, it looks like Thor took the, uh, the, uh, the hammer. Is that what he calls it? What does he call it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, man, just... I forget what it, what its actual name is. Yeah, but... I,
0: I can't think of it right now. But man, I mean, this thing, it was a huge chunk of this gigantic fountain that's just hanging in the basin. Unbelievable.
2: It just, it screams again to the nickel and diming under the Chapek regime of things that just were not kept up or they cut corners maybe with materials or something like that. Building this fountain and it it falls apart I mean I don't know is it was it not up to code with waiting and people sit on the edge did somebody lean on it I mean who who knows with any of this stuff with with shape I mean maybe it had to do with that guy that uh, went for surf in the in the fountain a few weeks ago
0: Well that's what I was that was actually funny enough that you mentioned that the first thing that I thought of when I saw this picture I'm like what if the dude was trying to swim and this thing fell on him like, could he file a lawsuit on that? Or is he like, you know, is that considered trespassing or uh, international waters, so to speak?
2: Right, exactly. Or is it, is it international waters? Yeah. Or is <laughs> it something, bad. yeah, like all that stuff, like, you know, that they say if you climb over the fence on a roller coaster or something like that right. and you hurt like oh that's your own you know you didn't follow the the signs or you know what i mean like the posted signs and blah, blah blah all that sort of stuff like yeah is it a gray area or is it like no you climbed into the fountain and the fountain broke because you're not supposed to climb into the fountain yeah
0: which uh, real quick story i don't know if i ever got to tell donna this you know in front of dinosaur where they have like that little water area and the big dinosaur in the center
2: yeah like the little reflection pool thing or yeah. whatever it is
0: and they have plants like lining the top of that um, area. Those plants were originally not there. And it was originally supposed to be like kids can go play in that water area. Like when animal kingdom. Oh, um, I, I I read this. And I'm like, that's crazy. And I guess Disney legal told, told, uh, told Joey "R, eh, that's not going to work.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess it may, it makes sense. Cause if you think about it, I mean, studios doesn't have like a splash area, but if you think like Magic Kingdom has the whole the circus has you know area, right. Epcot has the fountains along that that walkway that used to be the center hub going towards um, World Showcase. So, I mean, it makes sense that you could have a little splash area for for younger kids at Animal Kingdom, but. No, I never, next time I go there, I'll have to take a look. I never even thought about that. I thought you were going to say that it didn't originally have plants there and there was dirt for the kids to dig in or something like that.
0: (laughs) No, it's because once you know it, it's really interesting because it's, you can definitely see like where the sitting area would be. And then Mm -hmm. there's all of a sudden an extra, you know, 12 inches of concrete with the planters. But nevertheless, we'll keep an eye on this and hope the uh, fountain returns to its Former
2: glory. No, for sure. All right. So our next story it comes out of Disneyland. Disneyland has, as it says in this article, quote, finally announced that they are going to return that the magic happens parade will finally return to Disneyland um, sometime in spring 2023. Um, I have never seen this one personally, but it, everything that I've seen in the pictures and the stories about it, um, you know, it looks it looks really great. Uh, Anthony is kind of on like a parade kick. Um, making us look up on YouTube like every parade that has ever happened at any Disney park ever. I can tell you about some of the ones that happen in Tokyo, and it's very interesting to listen to Donald Duck speaking Japanese um, and Mickey Mouse singing songs in Japanese. Um, but, no, this looks really cool, the the picture that was on the articles of, of Coco. Um, so, I mean, again, as we say over and over again, anytime that they're bringing back more nighttime entertainment at any of the parks, it's always a plus for guests.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that they chose a night picture because this is actually a day parade. That That's the part that I didn't really understand oh, specifically okay. with this this picture. Um, and and it, it's also funny that you mentioned uh, YouTube. Um, YouTube this parade because it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the music with it is really cool and well done and there's actually um, a video produced by Disney on YouTube um, that Aiden makes me play every (laughs) other week it feels like Um, but it's a really really good well done um, parade Um, so I'm glad to see it coming back wish it would come back a little sooner for those out on the west coast but uh, glad to see it come back because it only I think was in the parks, I want to say two weeks, maybe three weeks before um, the park shut down. So this was not, um, you know, a lot of people didn't get to see it. And now they will, which is awesome.
2: Right? Yeah. Once again, Bobby Chapek. Something I did forget to mention as this parade is when it's coming back, it's to coincide with the beginning of the 100 Years of Wonder celebration that will kick off at Disney Resort in January of 2023. Of course, though it's supposed to return to coincide, that starts in January, and the parade's coming back in quote <laughs> spring of 2023.
0: Yeah, well, it's 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 an 18 month celebration. We got to drag it out a little bit.
2: Yeah, just like <laughs> Tron coming back with the 50th anniversary. I yeah. shouldn't say coming back, coming, coming.
0: Um, also for the 100 Years of Wonder. Finally, an opening day has been announced for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland. This will be in the El Capitun Theater, um, which is a new facade and a new building. Wow, I can't believe they built this and didn't take something away, like the great movie ride. (laughs) Um, The attraction will officially open on January 27th, 2023. So it'll open... um, Early for the kickoff of the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney uh, Company. This is, I think, I, I, I've been very critical of Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway because it take o- took over the Great Movie Ride, in, in my opinion, a significantly inferior um, attraction replaced Great Movie Ride. This I love. I think it's great. They didn't lose anything significant out there. The facade is a cool idea. Um, the concept art of the queue that we've seen is really awesome. Um, so I, I'm all for this in, in Disney. I think it's in the right place in Disneyland. Um, so good for them. I think other than the attraction not being great, in my opinion, um, you know, I think I really like everything else leading up to it.
2: No, I totally agree. Anytime they add something without having to take something away is always a plus. Um, I haven't seen anything about Jamie. Is the ride itself going to be a carbon copy of the Disney Hollywood Studios one?
0: We originally, um, there have been rumors that there were a couple of extra show scenes. And when I say couple, I literally mean two. Um, (laughs) But that rumor has died down a little bit to where it will be um a carbon copy of the of the uh hollywood studios version
2: okay yeah i mean i agree with everything you said jamie i mean great movie ride that was kind of what started some of the parade stuff with with anthony was we have a big um uh a big uh now i'm losing my train of thought uh great movie ride sign um, and Anthony asked me. He said, "Oh, did I ever go on that?" And we mm. said, "Yeah." And we showed him that you know, you pictures and stuff of you went on it when you were a lot younger. Um, and yeah, I mean, just so much black in the Mickey and Mini, Just the walls painted black, and yep. so much reliance on screens. Mm-hmm. And I think just Don and I. I know Don has shared, and I agree with her. The new style of animation that they use for some of the Mickey mouse cartoons and stuff. Now I just, I just don't like it. Um, I mean, the concept of the ride is cute, but just the ride itself, it just does not, it, it was definitely not addition by subtraction.
0: No, 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 totally agree. I, I mean, goofy looks like a meth dealer. Um, <laughs> and I, I, just don't, yeah, that whole new style. And even the, if I'm fundamentally looking at runaway railway, I, it's, you know, in the terms of the trackless rides that Disney or, or Tokyo's produced, it's, it's one of the weakest. Um, and like you said, it's it really you can see the floor a lot of times. And I don't get where you go from scene to scene. In one scene, we're in an alley by an ice cream shop. And then I'm ballroom dancing with Daisy. Right. I, I like I, I totally don't understand. That is such a jarring transition that I just don't get. But
2: I mean, well, see, that one's not even as bad, though, Jamie, as I'm in the Wild West. No, not even that. I'm in a train tunnel and suddenly I'm in the Wild West and Mickey and Minnie are trying to lasso me. Then I'm at a carnival and I'm swept up by a tornado that takes me under the ocean. Then the ocean drains out and I go through a pipe and I come into the town and there's peat drilling and everything and you go into the ballroom like, OK, at least that's a little bit better than the beginning of it. How do I go from a train tunnel to the old west to a tornado to under the sea? Right. Or I guess going over a waterfall. I'm sorry, because you have to stop them before we go over the falls with a leaf. Um, but yes. Yeah, just yeah. not. So hopefully they do something eventually to spruce it up.
0: Lipstick on a pig.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Speaking of lipstick on a pig, why don't you tell us about what's happening at Caribbean Beach?
2: So as of October 3rd, they started uh, refurbishment on the Trinidad area, Trinidad area at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, um, where they will be redoing some of the rooms and they will most likely it'll be the pirate rooms, um, They will be doing some quote, subtle nods to fan favorite characters from under the sea. It'll accommodate more guests and feature updated furnishings that can't be found anywhere else at the resort. Um, So as Jamie was saying about lipstick on a pig, um, we were talking kind of off air Caribbean beach, just aesthetically to me is, is probably on the lower end um, of a lot of the Disney resorts. Just uh, to me, it looks like it's just a, a cheap, motel down at the beach. Um, you know, just the standard, the two floors, the doors that open up to the outside. We are talking about the main pool. I've, I've only seen it. I've never experienced it. The main pool is, is breathtaking. It's really, really nice, but the pools at each of the areas, it's just a square hole in the ground. It's a concrete square. There's no, there's no style to it. There's no look to it. It's just, so as Jamie said, it's from like the outside Mort- motel, right? Exactly. The outside, Caribbean beach just, it doesn't look like anything special, but then you walk in it's this great, amazing, special room. And as I said to Jamie, like it makes it only even worse that you look across the lagoon and there's the Riviera, this big, beautiful, grand looking building. Um, I mean, hopefully they start on the inside and, you know, beauty's on the inside and then we kind of carry that to the outside. Um, but, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. uh... I go back and forth on what I think of these rooms. I think I think the theming of them is, is a cool concept. I think it's run its course a little bit. Um, we never heard um, speaking for Donna, never heard good things on the travel agent side about the beds. Uh, we always heard that you know in the ship it was super super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I look forward to seeing what they do. I, I, I'm afraid when they say subtle nods like it's going to be stripped down and completely sterile so i think that's my kind of my inner conflict would i rather have the -the over-the-top super theme you know uh uh ship beds if you will that's ship (laughs) s-h-i-p beds um or super generic super sterile and i think i i push come to shove i'd probably lean towards the ship i think
2: yeah i mean the concept picture that that they provided i mean some of it looks cool like the the compass rose on the top of the table um even the the carpeting or the flooring that they used it it looks like it's you know like a a map like a charted map um with the compass on it you can kind of see some of the continents you know that sort of stuff but like you said with the sterile stuff like i'm literally i'm looking around the room the walls are just a very light blue paint and it just carries on to the door. Like it, like you said, very sterile looking. And then even just looking at the beds, like you said, they just look uncomfortable. It looks like you shoved the mattress into like a kid's bed. You know, like those race car beds. Like, is that the next thing? Are we gonna are we gonna get some lightning queen race car beds? So for an anime art of
0: animation. <laughs> right, exactly. <so. laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's let's finish up here with a story that I'm super, super stoked about, even though and and Don and I always say we don't like to dabble too much in rumors on our show. Um, But I put this story in because I think it has a ton of merit. Um, I do believe this might be coming. Um, So there's enough smoke um, where there might be fire in this particular story. So once again, it's a rumor. But new Epcot nighttime show, which we know is coming, to feature drones and the Harmonious (laughs) Stargate and Taco Barges will be removed (laughs) and destroyed. So we know that Harmonious is going away. That's been confirmed. That sounds super
2: financially sound, by the way, Jamie. (laughs) let These barges that we spent probably hundreds of thousands of dollars on, you're telling people literally... We spend all this money on these amazing barges. We're just going to take them out and destroy them. Like we're not even going to repurpose them.
0: Yeah, I, I actually heard the development of Harmonious was, oh man, I want to say a hundred million. I can imagine it, it, it may not be something that outrageous, but mm-hmm. um, I I'll I'll find that information because it's it's outrageous how much it was, um, but it's going to be replaced. And we know it's going away with the end of the world's most magical celebration um, ending on March 31st. We don't have an official end date for Harmonious.
2: but The sooner the better.
0: Yeah, we can read the tea leaves um, there. Um, Initially, the rumor also is that, and Donna and I talked about this, Epcot Forever will return for an intermediary, intermediary period. Um, But the reason that the drone show, I think, has merit is because there was permits for it that were filed years ago. And this was originally Mm -hmm. what we thought was going to happen at Epcot. Um, And I'd always heard that the, the sticking point was Disney lawyers didn't want drones flying over guests' heads, which I totally get. I totally did not get why they couldn't just float them out on a barge. That didn't make sense to me. But um, the uh, Disney delight at Disneyland Paris for their 30th anniversary has um, drones in it. And the Avengers show that is also out there is absolutely amazing and worth um, checking out on YouTube. And there was a short-lived Star Bright Holiday Show at Disney Springs, which ran for the 26 2017, no, the 2016 2016. 2017, excuse me, um, holiday season. Um, Which at that time, it was very, I don't want to say low tech because it's a high tech thing, but not what we can do with the drones today. Like the um, stunning, avengers campus drone show um that disneyland paris has shown before um i think and i hope 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 this is what's coming and will be the next offering um you know permanent or semi-permanent show at um epcot i'm super stoked and hope this is what's coming
2: yeah i I hope so too, because i've Donna's always made fun of me. But for years, even when we first moved down here and they had whatever they had for years and years at Epcot, whatever that was called, the the very kumbaya, you know, thing, they, yeah, illuminations and everything else, like, Epcot has needed a nighttime show. I think that's really going to grab people's attention. I understand what they're saying with the, you know, that the safety stuff. But I always think back to Hollywood Studios. They used to just throw up a rope in front of uh, the theater and then they shot fireworks off at the top of the building. And I can't even count how many times I got hit with firework debris or the times that the debris flew onto world drive or the smoke, you know, they had to shut down world drive while the smoke dissipated because drivers couldn't see, but we're worried about some pieces of plastic flying over guests, you know, for whatever 50 feet to go from on top of probably one of the countries over the ocean or the ocean. I'm saying over the lagoon, over the water. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, just like you said, Jamie, I mean, the stuff that they did in 2016, 2017, Don and I wanted so badly to go see it in person. We never got a chance because Anthony was, you know, he was weeks old, months old at that point. Um, And like you said, that was six years ago. What we could do now, it just, it baffles me again, always like it does with Disney of you have the technology already. Why are you acting like it's so like? I mean, I go back again to Tron. You're literally making a carbon copy of a ride. Why was it not take part A, put it into part B, and let's get this thing put together? The same thing with the drones. You have the technology. You claim that you have the best Imagineers in the world and all these engineers and everybody. You can't get it together.
0: Yeah, I just hope that they realize their mistakes, that Harmonious doesn't connect on an emotional level, you know, it, it has some eye candy elements um, during the show, not during the day, because those barges are absolutely disgusting <laughs> to look at. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, and I hope it it really has some EPCOT in it. I mean, how cool would it be? And this is an idea I just came up with as we were talking. Like the the drones form the Leaning Tower of Pisa or the Eiffel Tower or all these different, you know, iconic things from around the world. And you can, you know, somehow make a show um, about that. But I would love, love, love the drone show. Um, and once again, if you have not seen the Avengers Campus um, Disneyland Paris drone show, I highly, highly recommend doing so. So, All right, Andrew. Well, we are 28 minutes in, so Don will probably yell at us. But I thought this was a good discussion um thanks for joining
2: no my pleasure i i love any time that i get to talk
0: (laughs) as i get a look from donna (laughs) all right sounds good (laughs) well we will take a quick break and donna and i will be back answering your listener questions all right donna and we are back listener questions want to take a second to thank everybody Who wrote in to us? And we have a bunch of questions that we uh, hope to get through and had to pick out, you know, our best uh, seven or eight or so. So, once again, thank you to everybody who did write in.
1: All right. So, Jamie, I have to admit, I, I, I usually like to take time to prep my thoughts about stuff like this. And this is the the first I'm really looking at these questions. So I'm a tiny bit intimidated uh, by the first one. So can we uh, can we skip number one for now and go to number two?
0: Sure. All right. So number two coming from. <laughs> Although you could have just said it was number one and our listeners would have never known.
1: Yeah, but for your purposes. Because then you'll go back and read number two later and wonder why we'd already talked about it.
0: (laughs) All right, go ahead.
1: Name your favorite comfort food found at a Disney theme park or resort.
0: But comfort food, can we just say like snack? Is that what that... When I think of comfort food, I think about like something
1: that either like remind you of home or like a happy memory or something like that. I don't know that I have like this question came from uh, Mr. G, who is from New Orleans. So like from him, maybe it'd be like beignets, but I don't have like a you know a, an attachment like that to a place. So yeah, we can tweak that a little bit instead of comfort food, favorite snack food, sure.
0: Whew. I mean, the beignets at, at French Quarter would certainly be up there. Um... I'd really say we're also I'm really a big fan of the um candied uh, oh god are they almonds, almonds. I think they're almonds yes. yeah the candied almonds are amazing we've actually made them at home that's how much we like them um and I also really really like disney popcorn for some reason like just walking around the park snacking on you know simple popcorn I've really gotten into the popcorn buckets recently for some reason um but, yeah, just their popcorn, I think, is really good. Well, I'm actually pleased with you for going from Magic Bands to Buckets
1: because at least the Buckets won't make you break out in a rash.
0: That, although that didn't happen with Magic Band Plus. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's what I would go with. I think okay, would so be for me,
1: it's, gotta have to... <laughs> it's going to have to be something simple like a Mickey bar. Like if I am walking around Disney Springs and, you know, need, it's warm, need need a little pick me up, you know, getting that, that Mickey ice cream pop, uh, really makes, makes me smile. Um, I love Mickey pretzels bread down here in Florida for those who are from the Northeast, you know, good bread. Florida we just the bread's just not I don't know I don't get it I don't know if it's the water or what it is but the bread here is just not as good and the pretzels at Walt Disney World are actually outstanding they taste like Philly um, pretzel factory pretzels Um, so I could do a Mickey pretzel without the cheese dip so the Mickey straight up Mickey pretzel (laughs) lots of salt so gross (laughs) Um, or a Mickey ice cream bar they both would make me really happy
0: I, I know this is sacrilegious I don't like the Mickey ice cream bar. I actually like the sandwiches a lot better.
1: I like the sandwiches too. But for like the nostalgia, like to go towards the comfort part of this question, I'll go with the Mickey bar.
0: Yeah. So I think we successfully answered that. We threw out a lot of really good options from the basic to the kind of more iconic Disney. There you go. Okay. So are we back to number one or are we going to question three?
1: Whatever makes you happy
0: okay what would you theme a fifth park to pixar pixar
1: it's, no, it's such you... a it's so deep because there's there's so many options there's so many cool cool ways that they could go with pixar they already are transforming um the i guess i don't know if it's now former i don't know if it's officially changed names paradise pier hotel in Disneyland is going to become uh, Pixar Pier Hotel to go with the Pixar Pier area, formal, formerly uh, Paradise Pier at Disney California Adventure Park. So I think they could do it, Jamie.
0: Right. I th- although for some reason, I thought the name was going to be Pixar Place Hotel. Oh, that sounds right. Is that what it is? Or did I make that up in my head? No, that sounds right. Because the two didn't match, I thought. For, yeah, Pixar Place Hotel. Okay. Um, Yeah, which I, I I mean, I feel like that building is cursed, but yeah, I, 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 Pixar, you have so many different things that you could pull from and, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too much into it because I, I think we may have that scheduled for an upcoming, uh, top five, uh, in five series. Um, but there's just so many properties that would fit really, really well into a Pixar theme, um, park. That, yeah I, I don't disagree with that at all i'll take it a different route though to answer the question okay i hope against hope and this is like the the internet you know thing that won't die i hope that the villains land that they Man. announced at um d23 gets the movie ride Pavilion at and they realize there's so much source material that they could use that they turn a villain's kingdom into um, a fifth gate, you know, whatever you want to call it, the the unmagic kingdom, or tra- tra- I've heard tragic kingdom, which I think is a great name as well. Um, I, I just think there's so much, and people love, love, love the villains. My my, my problem with. And not necessarily all of Pixar, but I think people want, you know, a lot of newer properties into the parks that we don't know if they have the staying power yet. Sure, like, Coco's a great film; I love it. But you know, devoting an entire land to that, eh, I don't know if it's there yet. Like, could you make the case for Toy Story? Yeah, Cars. You know, even though the the two and three were not very good. There's enough there that you know you could devote a whole land to um, and it has staying power. Um, so for me, I would say I would like the tragic Kingdom um, concept because I just think there's so much you could do with that and could stay with it over time. like if Pixar starts bombing out movies, you know you're locked into that particular theme in an entire park.
1: Fair. Yeah, and, so. and either way that you would go with that, either Pixar or the Tragic Kingdom, on magic Kingdom villains idea, you would be able to do what Universal has done so well with the Super Mario Park, that all the people our age are like, holy crap, yes, get me there, take my money, bring my kids there. So Disney would be able to do that with either of those options. Yeah,
0: I think Disney, and, and for the most part, I think New Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom it is really, really good, very close to perfect. There's some nitpicky things, like like Beast Castle looks awful. Um, oh, that was so bad. Yeah, it, I mean, the forest perspective just doesn't work. Um, but one thing that I, I would knock them on is I think Gaston's Tavern was a miss. And I think that could have been a bigger uh, quick service area, um, you know, like it is. I believe they have a much bigger area in... To- Tokyo Disneyland where they just had that big expansion where Gaston's Tavern is massive and I think that was a big miss because um, honestly other than LeFou's Brew which does not answer Butterbeer and the really bad sticky buns oh I don't know they, what are. Else they yeah they're terrible I don't know what else they sell there I, I couldn't tell you if gun to head couldn't come up with anything
1: I think it's just like regular stuff like sodas and things like that like nothing no That's other food, food items.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that that would be my. That you know what Donna? That would be a fun top five and five. In addition to like what Pixar themed we would put in a new park, what properties uh, if they did a Tragic Kingdom, would we put
1: oh, there? You go. Or
0: what what villains areas? I think that would be a pretty cool idea to expand on.
1: All right, let's see number four. If you could bring back any one attraction from Disney's theme park, Yesterland, which would you choose? And I'm going to add a caveat here that was not in the listener question to say that would not necessarily mean replacing what took its space. Did that, did I say that? Well,
0: you did. I was going to follow up with the
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, I suppose it's our show. We do what we want. Um, yeah, well, with that idea in mind, uh, two immediately come to my mind.
1: Well, you would say Test Track 1, bring back from Test Track 2, I would assume would be one of your first ones, or maybe Soarin' 1 to 2, or 2 to 1.
0: Um, I'm going to get super technical with the question because those attractions didn't go away. Fair. You, you know, I'll, I'll get those. So those two did not come to mind just because you know, the attraction test track, the attraction Soren are still there. That That's how I read the question, at least.
1: Okay. So one that came to mind really quickly for me, I, I would not, in fairness, boot the attraction that has replaced it. But I loved something fierce, Maelstrom. Back, back, <laughs> over the falls. Like, there's just something, like, so fun. I think Anthony would love it. I mean, it's just... I, that is iconic, old-school Epcot to me, and I wish that there had been a way for that and the Frozen attraction to have coexisted. They could
0: have. Just built it next door. Don't do the meet-and-greet.
1: Yeah.
0: Or build it in the same building. I mean, it was clearly a budget thing. They could have kept it. Um, and I think Maelstrom had that that cult Disney following, like you said, yeah. like the Epcot Center. Yeah. Um, you know, and I always like the 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 intro of "You are not the first to enter here." Yeah, evidently you just
1: made that no- sound like Dracula.
0: I was just gonna say, evidently Norwegians are from Transylvania. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know how you know I can't do a Norwegian accent clearly. But yeah, I thought that was always pretty iconic as well. Um, so that, that's a good one. I, I hadn't thought of that. Um, my two that I had, and I would 100% bring them back to replace what replaced them. Um, Horizons, replacing Mission mm-hmm. Space. Um, not, And you may say, well, Jamie, you've never been on Horizons, or at least you don't remember it. Yeah, but I hate Mission Space that much. <laughs> that what about Space 220? Would actually still fit, because the, one of the end scenes of Horizons was people living in space, If I believe. So even that could cool. still stay. Okay. You know, it was always kind of the the future theme, or you know, the, the space pavilion, if you will. So has that
1: made it on your list yet? Space two twenty.
0: Total side note. I, I didn't hear the first part. How,
1: has first that point. made it on your list for dining yet?
0: <sighs> no. Um, I, I just, and I don't have a problem with with spending money on food or restaurants or experiences or anything i just think it's it's from everything that i've heard overpriced fair you know i'd rather have a. Di- i'd rather spend money at like flying fish or you know jico or something like well,
1: that. well you guys don't like eating table service lunch that's your other thing like i would tell you to do a lunch but that's not your jam yeah no i'm not a fan of lunch
0: so um yeah so horizons would be one back to back to the uh, question and my second one would be Great Movie Ride. I think that was such a colossal, colossal mistake. Um, and my feelings aside for Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, because I think it's, of the the trackless rides at, at Walt Disney World, I think it's number, I think it's one of the worst, if not the worst. Um, it's just, I don't think it's well done. Yeah. Um, so putting that aside for a minute, I mean the the true thesis of attraction of Hollywood studios was just replaced with with that. Is is just not a fan.
1: No, that's a really good point, and I don't know why it didn't come to to mind quicker. But no, you're right, and I would bump Mickey Minnie Railroad R- 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 for for a great movie ride, even if my kid was not happy about it. <laughs>
0: Well, they could have built it literally anywhere else. There's space to do that. You have Animation Courtyard, which is at this point empty. And I understand it was pre pandemic. I get it. But still, you know, it it wasn't the hotbed of activity. Yeah. You know, beforehand. So um, I'm trying to think if there's any others. I think those would be my two big ones. And, I mean, I, I'm going to say this a little preemptively, but I think a year from now it may make our list. Answering this question would be Voyage of the Little Mermaid.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So, oh, I love that show so much. Did right.
1: I tell you Anthony asked about it the other day? No. When we were at studios two weeks ago now, probably, he goes, Mama, I know what I want to do next. And I was like, sure, bud. What do you want to do? Because like, the park was was relatively empty, and we were going to do whatever he wanted. He's like, I want to go see the Little Mermaid show. And I was like, oh, buddy, I would love to see that, too. Like but he remembers it. Oh,
0: that's so good. Such a great show.
1: Uh, Anyways,
0: I I, admit, I uh, regress. Um. Right, you, do number one?
1: you do regress, but you also digress. digress.
0: I knew I was saying that word. <laughs> you want to do number 1? Sure, I mean, go for yeah. it. Okay. If you could make it to any one room or scene in a Disney theme park attraction, what would it be? So, this is
1: so incredibly minute in the grand scheme of Disney attractions and and you know scenes in in a show and flow but one thing that walt disney world is doing currently that really 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 bothers me because i'm psycho and notice stuff like this when's the last time you guys have done muppet vision james has it been at all recently
0: Mm, i mean i'd say within the last two years I, i don't know how recent you need to know
1: The end scene after, you know, Chef has brought out the cannon. The theater is all, you know, holy. The lights have come on. The the scrim, like it it looks like the theater has.
0: It became a church, evidently.
1: Holy, like H-O-L-E, holy. Anyway, um, so it's the very last scene and the fire truck comes out and they're supposed to be on Main Street, USA. And Kermit is on the edge of the ladder that comes out towards you.
0: Can you picture the scene? Yeah, it's not Main Street, though. You don't think it's supposed to be Main Street? No, it's supposed to be Hollywood Studios or MGM at the time.
1: I guess. Um, But I don't know about the facades. In any case, on the screen is Sweetums. He's Mm. on the screen and yet Sweetums comes out, the fuzzy character Sweetums comes out and his mouth moves during the time that the Sweetums on the screen is talking. It makes me crazy. Why is Sweetums the fuzzy character standing in front of me if Sweetums is on the screen?
0: Mm. Yeah, that's fair.
1: And I don't don't think it always was that way. I think that that was a, I don't want to say recent, but. You know that I don't. I do not believe that Sweetums always came out that second time.
0: I don't remember. I'd have to think about that.
1: But it makes me nuts. Like, why is Sweetums there, but there?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. Um, man, Uh, you (laughs) saying something would jog something for me. Um, I mean, I really think it, it. I really don't like the. Uh, uh, oh god, the the new red scene with the um, a hen for a ten or whatever that garbage is in Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Oh, so bringing back
0: uh, we once the redhead, we once the redhead, yeah, the the new auction scene. I, I just find that like they it was almost came across to me you tried way too hard to capture some magic and it was. To me, it's just a complete and utter miss. I think the red animatronic is great. Um, and I don't even necessarily have an issue with there being a, a pirate or female character. I think that's totally fine. I think the dialogue is just dopey. Yeah. I, I think that that's my biggest issue with it is like a hen for a 10. And it, it's the rum that they want. Like, it's just goofy i, I don't uh, that I don't, I don't like at all i'm trying to think of another like scene like that um
1: maybe a nice update to the last scene in carousel progress it's not just costumes like actually updating it you know what though
0: i found that thoughtful i found that thoughtful and did, did i see i'm on the opposite end of the fence i guess with a lot of people with carousel progress i don't think it necessarily has to be updated for you know the future future because that wasn't you know what they made the theme of tomorrowland so the actual attraction you know fits i, I don't necessarily have an issue of it being you know it could be the 90s scene or, or whatever you know more um you know to me it doesn't have to be 35 40 years from now like I think it could be you know what we th- were like in the 90s I, I I don't I just don't think it has to be you know so far out like I said a retro future I think it fits when you um, didn't
1: even have a car phone
0: <laughs> it's so funny um do you know
1: who so. whose parent had a car phone it was the only person I remember as a kid whose parent had a car phone
0: whose parent had a c- I have a guess, but I don't want to say the name. Go ahead. Allie. Oh, I would have been right.
1: <laughs> <And> her <laughs> mom. And I remember like, I mean, I idolized her mom anyway, but I remember thinking like, oh, my gosh, she's so, He's so cool. She has a car phone.
0: <laughs> we had a um, we had one of those. My mom did the, the phone in the box. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. We got five more minutes. I think we somewhat answered that, although I would like to loop back to that one at some point, because I think that's a really, really good question. All right, fair enough. Um, From Andrew. Will Tron be able to live up to the height slash expectation of such a long wait? I don't see how it can. Are you going to expand or was that...
1: (sighs) For me... As a pass holder, as a local, as someone who loves the steam train, loves, you know, that Air Tomorrowland, I know that, you know, neither of us love the Speedway attraction, but they still took a chunk of the Speedway away for this, for this thing. I am just so over the constant construction, same I am with Epcot Spine Project, so over the construction. Get the darn thing open. The fact that Josh Tomorrow was on it for a test ride, but yet it's not going to open until next spring makes me want to scream. Um, I don't know. I, I just, for me personally, it would have to be like a knock my socks off type ride for me to think, oh my gosh, yeah, all of this was worth it. I don't see how a coaster attraction especially with my you know lovely newfound motion sickness over the past couple of years i don't see how that could do that for me i don't see how i could to justify all the downtime of the train and the sight lines and everything else for that thing
0: um i'm going to answer the question in a slightly different way um i, I think the expectation is already established. I think it's not to use the words to define the word, but I, I think we expect and know what Tron is because of it that the fact that it's a clone from Shanghai, that some people have already ridden it. Um if it was a brand new attraction, like say it was like 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 cosmic rewind, like never before seen, um then I think it's more of a question of is it gonna live up to the height, the expectation, so on and so forth. We know what Tron is. You know, you could go on YouTube and, and look at it. Um, you know, so I, I think I don't think there's an unrealistic hype because if people are unrealistically hyping it, it's their fault. You know, quite to be quite frank with it. Um, so that's how I kind of answer that particular question. I think expectations are are what they are because. We know what it is. And if you expect something more than that, you know, that's on you, I, I think. Um, not to certainly diminish anything you said with, uh, you know, the railroad being down and all these other things that, that happened with it. Um, but in terms of hype and expectation, I think it's, it's people understand and know what it is. Fair. So um, you want to do the number six and we'll save seven?
1: We're at 24. That's fine. We can if you want to.
0: Yeah, I like it. Go for it. Name your favorite location for character dining at Walt Disney World. Um, I guess I should have thought of an answer.
1: Um, <laughs> I can talk through a couple because oh, this is actually I, I, something. So,
0: I got one. But go okay.
1: We, um, we frequent character dining. it's a splurge that even as locals, my family really, really enjoys, uh, for part of Anthony's birthday celebration. Um, this last weekend, two weekends ago, whatever it is, um, we did Topolino's for a brunch and that meal is top notch. The characters are so cute though. I will say, Jamie, Daisy was not there. It was Mickey, Minnie and Donald. And they told us Daisy was dancing in the park. So fortunately, when we jumped Skyliner to mm-hmm. Epcot, she was right there at the International Gateway. So I was like, look, Anthony, they were right. She was dancing in the park. So we met her there and it was like all good. But I thought that was really interesting. That was down to three um, fuzzies yeah. for the meal. Um, so Topolino's Terrace for breakfast is absolutely phenomenal. That is breakfast and, you know, brunch, uh, seatings only. Dinner is not character. I enjoy Chef Mickey's. I know some people rip it. And I think my favorite, Jamie, push comes to shove. And you're going to roll your eyes. I can already see you shaking your head. For the sheer purpose of the character costumes and the theming of the meal is Minnie's Christmas Dine or I think it's Minnie's Christmas. It's usually hosted by Minnie's Minnie Christmas dine at Hollywood and Vine. When you meet Santa Goofy, when you first walk in the door and the characters are decked out, they look so adorable in their Christmas garb and that restaurant, the characters rotate through different costumes uh, seasonally. So you can go to Hollywood and Vine multiple times throughout the year, which would be Jamie's worst nightmare and see the characters in different um, garb. So for the reason of characters being dressed up for the holiday season alone, Christmas time at Hollywood and Vine.
0: Um, now I did roll my eyes, but in fairness, I did ultimately decide. You know, I got a reservation for us for there when when we're there in, in you know post Thanksgiving. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, because I agree with you. The the characters and the costumes there are are fantastic. I, I and I've heard decent things since they switched back to a buffet about the food. So I'm hoping that the food matches. You know the atmosphere, because I, I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. I think you can have both, like Topolino's, and that was my um, location for character dining. We're doing breakfast there in, in December as well. Um, I, I'm full on. This is the best resort or best restaurant on property, I think, for character dining and breakfast, um, and arguably Topolino's is number one on property. I'm holding out and seeing how Flying Fish is if that lives up to the hype that I've heard. Um, but I put Topolino's up against anything else on um, on property. I think it's the best character dining for breakfast. Um, if we're going with something, let me ask you this. Uh, oh wait, what would be your number one or, or you know your favorite? location for character dining that has the same characters breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So Hollywood and Vine would be disqualified.
1: I'm thinking but I actually think that your question might be a faulty one, Jamie. Why is that? Because I think the only character dining location that's currently open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is Chef Mickey's. Uh, Crystal Palace doesn't serve breakfast they didn't bring that back yet well Crystal Palace sucks the restaurant's too big for four characters to rotate around we were there for like two hours pre-pandemic just to meet
0: each character once did they really not bring that back that's interesting huh maybe it is faulty well, they have the breakfast menu posted.
1: Love you,
0: baby. Yeah, f- I love you too. Um, yeah, they have the breakfast. <laughs> I menu love that you post-
1: heard that when I was talking to Anthony. You know what? If you heard that, I love you, Anthony. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, they have the breakfast menu posted. Forty-five dollars for adult, twenty-nine for kids. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Crystal Palace is not great. Maybe I guess there. I was thinking there was more restaurants because Ohana only does breakfast mm-hmm. for for characters. I mean,
1: Kate Mac um, Cafe only breakfast.
0: Topolino's only breakfast. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe there's not as much character throughout the day as I would have thought of. Ohana should do uh, Moana for dinner. I don't know why. That'd that, be cool. Well, I don't know why that's not a thing. I mean, that's stunning to me. I don't get that at all.
1: Maybe they feel like they don't need it since that's already so popular, Jane.
0: I mean, you could charge an extra 10 bucks a head. Fair. You know, I mean, they could probably make more money off of it, but nevertheless, I think that was a good discussion, Donna. I think we can wrap it up there.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the first thing that Jamie and I need to do, as always, is thank those who took the time to send us questions. If you are wondering um, how to do that, you can contact one of us personally. If you have our personal information, email Donna, D-O-N-N-A, at Pixie Vacations, vacations is plural.com. Jamie at Pixie Vacations.com, also plural. Uh, next week, we will be talking about things that left due to the pandemic that we don't think will return so one big fat uh shiny example would be FastPass plus uh you know of course they use the the pandemic as the excuse of getting rid of that um not to get too far into other ideas but there's a there's quite a long list that jamie and i have compiled of things that we fear will not be returning and that the pandemic will be the you know excuse scapegoat of that uh, decision. In any case, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon.